I'm here with... Hey, it's Gary Tangway, Ben. How you doing, Gary? I'm, I'm good. Good. How you doing? Talking to the mic, kid. There you go. Remember that. This is uh, test round number one. Ask me anything you want. I covered the... I've been to nine Super Bowls. I've Which brought, ones? Which ones? I've Which broadcast... Ones? Um, Which Super Bowls have you been to? Okay. Um, 38 and 39, I did the Patriots broadcast, Patriots pre pre game show. Of course you did. And that's when they won. Uh, they beat in Jacksonville. They beat Philadelphia. And then in, in Houston, uh, they beat... Um, the the, uh, the Carolina Panthers and then I went to the one where they lost in Philly because I forget the numbers they lost to Philly and I, I went to both that they lost to the Giants <laughs> and then uh, I, I was there for the Atlanta one which was amazing and then I've been to two NBA finals I was there when the Celtics won the NBA finals in 08 and uh, and I've been to three and the, the the Red Sox three of the four World Series so you can ask me anything you're just there for like all of Boston winning everything that it, it was a great decade, man. I mean, I know you guys are Texans and all that stuff, but uh, uh, what's the, your opinion on the Boston fan base? The Boston fan base is—you uh, want to talk about homers, but I will tell you this—they are the biggest homers in the world. But Ben, they're not as tough as they used to be. They've softened. Before everybody won all this winning, I mean, the Boston fan base—they were tough. They're not as tough anymore because there's been too much winning. But they're homers, big time homers. Yeah, don't you think so? I mean, coming here, don't you think that? I mean, the Boston yeah, fans would like, drive you crazy. So, so we, so we were walking. We were walking. It was, uh, it was a Boston Red Sox versus Astros game, and we were walking in Astros jerseys, um, down the aisle, you know, to our seats. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Were getting hecked, hecked where, at. Where did we, oh. we sit? We sat front row, like, um. <laughs> Is that front row? Dad wants you, he wants everybody to know how much money he spent on the tickets. No, it wasn't our, no, it wasn't our tickets. <laughs> oh. it, was, it was it was our uh, his rich brother. Oh, okay. oh, you got a rich uncle? Oh, yeah, damn! All uncle. right, cool, um, sweet family perks. But <laughs> but we were sitting front row and we were just getting we were just getting teased by Boston fans. But there was this one guy with his girlfriend who was really cool. Yeah, and uh, we ended up chatting the whole time. And then my dad told me to shut up and pay attention. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we we got teased. We got teased by him. And I I was like walking in the aisle and I was doing sweeping motion. Um, but something Boston fans are very ignorant about, in my opinion, is like you guys took our manager and then like proceeded to cheat like the year after we did. Oh, oh you mean he, did he Gore. did he did he cheat in Houston? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's like, like I, he, I don't know how he didn't get suspended because then the year afterwards he then played. He was then the manager for the Red Sox. Yeah, that was a, that was all the fix was in. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting because it's like I don't think Boston fans or Houston fans should be able to say those type of things at each other because both sides are guilty of the same thing. You know, that is very astute. That is a very that is an excellent point that I have not heard other people say. It's like, you're it's you're like, right. Both of us shouldn't be arguing in the first place. Both of us should right. be arguing. You're both guilty. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because and here's another thing, Ben. Everybody cheats. Everybody cheats. Also it's 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 just it's seen so much in baseball. Yeah, I think that it, I think I've seen it in all sports. You know, everybody talked about with the flake gate with the football, which yeah. Brady definitely did. It had no impact on the game. It was just his own hangups. I mean, you know, but hockey players bend the sticks, right? The thing right? about the deflate gate is like, yeah, it ended up being a blowout anyway. But like the thing about the deflate gate is like, does it really alter that much? 
No. Does, does, does no. The, like deflating the football like a tiny bit like? No. Like, you're right. No, you're right. Because if the receivers are good enough, it shouldn't matter. Right. It's it's just when you deal with professional athletes, they're so they're obsessive compulsive and they're control freaks, and they think that any little advantage will help. And it was just for Brady's head. But it didn't. It's it like, did well, not Brady matter. He had better stats that. in the second half, right? It, it didn't matter. I mean, I hate Brady because you know. You why hate, do you? Oh, Kevin, why do okay, you? Hate so, Brady? I was about to explain that. So the thing about anybody who just wins consistently is that like the stretch of Super Bowls. Because I didn't start watching football until I was like I wasn't I wasn't into football nor was I alive when Brady was like started his his oh, run yeah, yeah, yeah. his run. But like the thing about just anybody who succeeds that much is like you want to see like as an example the, the latest Super Bowl it was it was back and forth. It was always interesting, and you didn't know who was who was gonna win. But like, in in I do give Tom Brady credit where credit is due. He's not like some of these other these others players. Like every off season, demanding to be the highest paid whatever whatever position he takes pay cuts, so then the roster can get right. filled out at all positions, which it, which leads to winning. So I think that's another reason why. Um, but I just. It's annoying to see him in that many Super Bowls. Sure. Oh, of course. It's, because it's like, it's like, oh yeah, he's another year of the Patriots in the Super Bowl again. You know, I so, geez, I wonder oh, who's oh, going to win this time. Okay, all right, big shot. If he was playing for the Texans, how would you feel? Or were you a Texans fan or a Cowboys I fan? Mean, no, my, my how my family was is like you despise Dallas, and that's just the end of it. Um, Cowboys. But, so obnoxious oh my god those fans so are just obnoxious. like it's just like it's like i don't understand it it's like mike mccarthy's your head coach oh you yeah, need to well, stop yeah, talking yeah. about how you're gonna make the playoffs right i mean they did and then they were like instead of like throwing a slant to like cd or cooper who has the yak potential you just ran a qb draw right like what was the game plan there and then all of the Cowboys players, and including Dak Prescott, then blames it on the refs. And it's like the ref has to touch the ball and then spot it right before the play goes active. So it wasn't actually as bad as when Chase Claypool decided to, and in an important drive, to celebrate before the ball gets spotted. Right. Right. So I really, I really just. It's like once you actually like win a playoff game, like then just then like, you can talk. Then, well, then talk Jerry doesn't care. It's, he it's, he, it's he, like, he wanted like, a coach that he could control. It's like it's like the Longhorns. It's like you have the history. It's just if you haven't done anything in the last decade, don't don't say anything. Right, right. You haven't won. Like Jerry won because he inherited a great team from Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. But back to what I was saying about the Patriots was basically it was just. As a football fan, because I see myself as, yeah, I'm a fan of one team, but I also like to enjoy football as a football fan. And the thing that was annoying as a football fan was seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl every single year. I get it. And most of the time, the team that played them lost. Well, I was there for the two giant losses. And the first giant loss hurt, man. I mean, they... The Patriots had they had a they had all they were gonna have a, a new bar in Foxborough called the nineteen and zero bar. That was undefeated. <sighs> they and then um, 
And I knew a lot of those guys on the offensive line. I still I talked to Dan Copeland quite a bit, and they had they were all Pro Bowlers, and they had a great year until that game. The Giants ate him alive. The Giants ate him alive that game. And Brady had a bad foot. Yeah, that that one. That, usually I don't get that upset, but that first Giant one, I was that one. That was a bummer. I was like that. That's that would have been history. Uh, I'm also wondering, related to the draft, if we're going to see any of the steals we've seen. I mean, Tyreek Hill was taken in the fifth round. Richard Sherman was taken in the fifth round. Russell Wilson was taken in the third round. Right. Tom Brady was taken in the sixth round. Like, I feel like, myself included, sometimes it's like you tur- you tune off on day three, but, like, you never... Well, but, you never know. But yeah, if you don't, generally, know. you don't... The, my thing with the draft, and, and I've never been... You're much more interested in it than I am. You don't know until three years down the road. Yeah. But people love to talk about the draft. Exactly, because if you're an NFL person, you got you got nowadays you got the draft and talk about OTAs, and then it's just speculating well, on the air what's going to happen. There is a Sudbury friend of mine. She lives in Sudbury. Her name is Doc Flynn, and she's done work on television. She's also um, uh, 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 a sports medicine, and she's just done a breakdown of the health of every person in the draft. Potential guest, potential <laughs> guest Ben. We will get you know. We'll get. She's a. I think she's like. She's just down that way. We'll you know. Yeah. Sudbury. Everybody lives close enough. Yeah. But she and she's got. She has the health of every kid in the draft. And I just. I mean, if you look at like the top, the, the 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 thing to do with the draft is look at the top ten and see where everybody's what everybody's done. Mm, yeah. You know. Like I still think Mac Jones is probably going to be the most successful quarterback out of the. But draft. why do you think that? Um, because I think it's going to be what he doesn't do. Because he generally doesn't make mistakes, and I think that is the key to a quarterback. Because he's like, he's a game manager. He doesn't try to go out of his way to do. But and he's going to have to grow out of that because you do have to become a great player. Um, but I don't know. Maybe the kid from who's the kid from North Dakota State? What was his name? He went to the Niners, Trey right? Lance. Like he's a stud. He's a I'm, stud. I'm, I'm, but... I'm curious to see what he does because they did put him in when Jimmy G was hurt because Jimmy G gets hurt. Right. Um, and he was like okay, but he well, it's like, early. Made, he made those those mistakes. Apparently, at least according to reports from Bleacher Report, um, he has he's gotten the indication that he is going to be the starter. Which, I mean, I feel like they should be putting him right in live games because Jimmy G's gonna get you there, but like against good competition, he's not gonna get you over the hump. Right. Right, that's, right. That's, he's not. He, he. They, people thought he was at the second coming of Tom Brady, and he's not. That's why he's a very good bridge quarterback. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, you think you don't think he's better than that? No, it's just a bridge quarterback. I mean, that's the way the Niners think. Of I him. mean, like, but again, the Rams' defense is very good, but like, he he did crumble. He did, and he's crumbled. He's it's happened twice. And but, also, like in the Chiefs Super Bowl, it's like he also crumbled at the end. Right. The, the thing with Mac Jones is he had a better rookie season than Brady, right? Because Brady didn't play his rookie season. Everybody forgets that. Let's yeah. see how Mac does his second yeah, year. Yeah, because, because the sitting of the year. That's why I think Patrick Mahomes ended up being – because he Absolutely. Because he, he ended up practicing in that offense. He ended up being in that offense. And that's why I think it was a golden situation for San Francisco because they already had the surrounding – surrounding bits but they just needed a quarterback right. and he could sit behind Jimmy G 
So that that is a win-win. But it's not a win for people like Trevor Lawrence, who just got crushed crushed into the Urban Meyer era, or Justin Fields, who had Matt Nagy. And it also is just a matter of if ownership and the head coach wants to build around that quarterback, right. as, as seen with what they're doing with Joe Burrow, which is getting him a line or getting him weapons, and what they did with Justin Herbert, getting him a line, getting him weapons. There you go. Um, <laughs> you have a fan. Well, Ben, I have to go, uh, since I'm Mr. Mom, I have to go attend to uh, a 10-year-old. But uh, So it's been a pleasure being on your first.